I'm Jessie Aredia, and you're listening to Soul Care for the New Mom, a devotional podcast designed with new moms in mind. A couple of weeks ago, I reached a low point where I began to wonder, where is God? It's not that I don't see his provision in my life or that he's never spoken to me or revealed himself to me, but I just couldn't help but wish for more. You know, so many of my days look the same. There are slight variations where I maybe take my daughter to a play date or I run errands with my husband or we spend the whole morning indoors because it's just too cold to leave the house. But for the most part, I'm experiencing much of the same ordinary and mundane parts of being a wife and stay-at-home mom, like washing dishes and changing diapers and vegging out on the couch with Netflix pulled up at the end of the night. There's nothing wrong with this routine that I have going on, and I've actually found it pretty easy and enjoyable to have so much of my day be predictable like this. But when I'm in this mundane, more of the same type of living, I'm finding that it feels harder to see the Lord moving in my life. I've spent many mornings in prayer hoping for Him to wake me up or speak something divine over me or to recharge my passion. But instead, it just seems like I'm met with silence, and then, before I know it, the baby needs me again, and the opportunity passes anyway. There was an afternoon a couple of weeks ago when I just sort of fell apart. The baby was down for a nap, I had finished lunch, and I had some time to myself, and my husband was even home that day, which was nice, and yet I felt so empty. And I remember that I began to cry and try to explain to my husband that I just wanted to hear God speak to me and to be more real to me. And that if he's not, then I don't know why I should even bother trying so hard anyway. Like, what's the point of sitting down with my Bible and journal every day if I'm just talking to myself? Why even pray when it all just feels so one-sided? I didn't really get a resolution from that conversation, but the next morning I was watching a speaking video by Priscilla Shire on discerning the voice of God, and something that she said just rocked my world and made me rethink all that I had been believing up until that point. She said, Do you really believe God loves you enough to die for you, but doesn't love you enough to talk to you? And I just had to stop and ponder that for a moment. Because if I'm being honest, I do have a hard time believing that God loves me enough to talk to me. And when I dive a little further into my thought process and beliefs about this, I realize that I carry a lot of fear in my heart when it comes to my relationship with the Lord. Like, maybe if He's not revealing something big to me or showing up in my life in some grand way, then I fear that I'm doing something wrong and He's disappointed in me. I confuse His silence for distance. And I wonder if he's distant from me in order to punish me, because maybe I'm not as diligent in prayer as I think I should be, or I'm so easily distracted by all I have going on. Maybe you think and feel similar things, and if so, I want to offer some words of truth and wisdom for the both of us today. And the truth is, the Lord is not hiding. He's not trying to tease or trick you or even punish you. He does want to speak to you. But it's in the still, small voice that he wants to speak. Not visions or signs or big revelations or crazy circumstances, although there may be times in our lives when he does use these things. But rather, he wants to speak to you in small ways using seemingly ordinary things. And we know this because of all that scripture reveals about his Holy Spirit which is given to all believers, not only as a guarantee of our eternal future with him, but also as a way for Jesus to be with us and speak to us here and now. 
There's so much rich description of the Spirit and His Word, and many passages clue us in on how it is meant to be a guide dwelling in us. One passage is John chapter 14, where Jesus is giving a sort of farewell speech to His disciples. Starting in verse 16, He says, I will ask the Father, and He will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Later, picking up again in verse 26, he goes on to say that the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Ladies, the Holy Spirit should be an unforgettable, undeniable part of our life once we accept Jesus as our Savior. It is given to every believer as a guarantee of our future in heaven, but it also is so, so valuable for our present day lives and that it is used to speak truth into our lives. As Jesus says in verse 26, the Holy Spirit teaches us all things and reminds us of everything that Jesus has spoken. It's like carrying around in us a constant reminder that we are not alone and that we are loved, predestined, and justified by God himself. It's no wonder that immediately following these words, Jesus says, I give you my peace. Trusting in the Spirit and believing in his presence is what enables us to go forth in peace and confidence. I mean, is there anything we're unable to do if we know with certainty that the Lord is with us and for us? Since that day when I fell apart, as I wrestled with the doubt that God wants to be personal with me, I've come to the conclusion that he has always been pursuing me. He is so personal and so filled with love for me and for you that he wants to be found by us in everything in conversations with other people, in a song of worship playing on the radio, in a sweet moment spent with our little ones even, and especially in his word, which is alive and active. This is where I've been seeing him show up and speak to me the most these past couple of weeks. Nothing big, nothing super spiritual, just little moments that stir my soul, almost like whispers in my ear. A lot of peace that I've been feeling lately has come from learning to trust and believe that his spirit dwells in us everywhere we go, in every season of our lives, and that it will reveal more and more of who God is to us. The enemy would love to make us think that God is silent and distant by putting blinders on our eyes so that we fixate on only what we can see in this natural world. But with faith, we can set our mind on things above and look past the natural into the supernatural and see how God is in all things. We don't have to let our doubts or our distractions or our expectations keep us from hearing and seeing him in our everyday lives. I want to end today's episode by asking you the same question that initially set me back on course to hearing from the Lord again. And that question is, do you really believe God loves you enough to die for you, but doesn't love you enough to talk to you? As you go about the rest of your week, I encourage you to ponder on what you believe about how the Lord speaks to you and what, if anything, might be holding you back from hearing him. Could it be your own expectations or your lack thereof? Could it be distraction or busyness? Or could it be that you just aren't sure if you're even worthy of hearing his voice? I pray that the Lord reveals new insight to you this week and that he shows up in even the mundane to remind you that you are not alone, that you are loved more than you can comprehend, and that he has a plan for you far exceeding what you can imagine. Let's pray.
Lord, thank you for your Holy Spirit, your constant presence living in me, and how you stir up my soul with inklings of you everywhere I turn. Sometimes I miss it, sometimes I forget it, but God, I know that you are not an aloof or distant God. You are personal, you are kind, and you are nearer than I even realize. Lord, please reveal yourself to us this week. Help us keep our eyes and ears and our hearts open to whatever you have to show us. Lord, you know our struggles and the things we're wrestling with, so would you please speak to our hearts regarding these things? Will you show up in the middle of this season of motherhood and breathe your truth into us again? We love you and we praise you for your goodness. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen.